Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Brother John. Boy, you sound good this morning. You you got the whole thing lined up there. All the stars are aligning. Yeah, it's uh, the the pipes are working pretty well this this morning. I I got to be truthful. Well, it's it's yeah. a, it's very natural. It's there's no there's no radio voice here. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. This is how it really sounds in person. In case you've never heard a live bro show. Yeah. We are the we are the bro shows. We are brothers. We talk about four things, and if you hang on, you'll hear what these exciting four things are. Okay, ready. How's your shirt? What shirt you wearing? I have got on my live at Clark Street Ale House shirt. Um, yep. Live uh, live one or two. Um, uh, I don't I don't remember. I don't know. Is there a set there's list? A, set list on the back. No, there's no set list. This is the that's, original. That's live one. That's live one. Yeah, the old fist bump with the nothing yeah. on. Uh, yeah, this is the yeah. this yeah. is the one where we made history with our show being done full from the uh, Clark Street. It was it was an amazing the beer day in the live. Yeah, in the beer garden. It was an amazing mm-hmm. day for not only us but many others. Oh yeah, it was very <laughs> exciting. All 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 four of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There, yeah, the cool thing was is that beer we, we, oh God, we need beer, please. <laughs> yeah, we we sat back there and did it, and there's four guys who's really paying attention, friends of ours, yours, and uh, the rest of the people back there were just going about their business. It was, it was really interesting. Hey, listen, it's called background. There's nothing wrong with it. The, we had the murmur going. We had the murmur in the background. It had that really live feel. That was a good episode. Hey, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm wearing the Amutha Band T-shirt. I'm wearing the gray one. Uh, the one in the show notes that everybody's probably looking at right now is uh, the Tahiti blue one. I'm not wearing that that one this week. I, I retired. Wow. I've been using. I've been wearing that every other week, but I thought, no, nah, I'm going to wear the gray today. And uh, if you buy this T-shirt, and there's a link in the show notes, so you can the profits, all the profits go to where, John? Do you remember? Music cares. Yeah, music cares. The, the, the for the for the musicians who are in, in need of of a lot of stuff. Going deaf, yep. can't pay the rent, addicted right. to drugs. They yep. get fixed up by Music Cares. Music Cares helps them. So if you buy the shirt, that's where the money will go, not to us. In fact, You've Bonfire does a great job of this. Bonfire does an incredible job of this. In, in fact, John, you know, I was talking to Substack, who is the company that hosts our, our uh, newsletter podcast thing. And, uh, you know, I was trying to get them to do the same thing Bonfire does. You know, because really? they make, yeah, they make money when we charge. And I said, well, I would not mind charging a small amount for the show if I knew all the money was going to a charity. And they said, we don't have that set up yet, but that's a great idea. Yeah, that's pretty good. I would yeah, agree. Why not? Why not? You know, and you can always give, you can always send out free ones too. That doesn't, you know, preclude free shows. But I thought, well, why not? Why not find out? So I planted the seed. I'll, I'll tickle them again about it in a couple months and we'll see what happens. Sounds Stay good. tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Are you ready for the ox story? Yeah, you know, this, this story made me very hungry. That's all I gotta say. Oh, uh, it's, uh, are you it's, kidding? It, if, if you, if you need to have a, an appetite that, uh, for something, oh, or food, this is it. This is the, this is the go-to place to go. This is called, our topic today is ox yoke in. Um, so staying in the tradition that we've done with the season of the ox, we've decided to hot highlight this very magnificent storied restaurant 
called the Ox Yoke Inn. It's located in Amana, Iowa. Yeah. Uh, Amana is a, where the Amana colonies, it's the largest city of the, of the seven colonies that exist there. It's got sort of a pietist uh, background. Uh, they're, they're religious people, German. They, they bounced their way over to the States, uh, coming from Germany originally. And they decided to hang here in Iowa. It's located about 300, no, about 250 miles west of, of Chicago. Just get on 80 and make your way across the yeah. river. And before you know it, you're in Amana, Iowa. This specific restaurant, though, goes back to 1940. Um, it was that's when it was established, and I think it's important to understand the traditions of eating with the Amana colonies. They were yeah. not the people that ate at home. They felt no. it was important to have a communal uh, experience when they ate, so they would eat in large groups. And they felt that this could be carried over well with this restaurant. So you find a restaurant that has not, that's kept up with the time somewhat, but still leaves an enormous amount of their tradition. And it concentrates on German food. I'll now, say. third generation, I uh, had an opportunity to talk to the, uh, one of the re- maitre d', the other day and found out that it's doing well. With the, and they're they're gradually opening up like the rest of the country is, and I don't think they have their brunch right now, but they are open for lunch and early dinner every day and having specials, etc. Now here's a highlight of this restaurant that really piques my interest. Mm. If you go to the menu section of restaurants, you will Ooh. see a lunch menu, you uh-huh. will see a dinner menu, and you'll quite often see appetizers, and you will see desserts. This yeah. This restaurant doesn't have desserts. It has oh. pies. No dessert menu, a pie menu. Wow. I like I, that, you know. I yeah, like the pies. Daniels are fine. But yeah, we're both fond of pie. Cherry pie, in fact. Cherry pie is our favorite, but this one, it concentrates. It looks like it's kind of well-balanced. It has a lot of cream pies. It has cherry pie, apple pie, the fruit pies also. And mm. so, uh, yeah, I, uh, and it's German food. And if you like the, uh, the sauerkraut, you can, you know, like sausage, all that stuff is there. Wow. If you want wow. yourself a, a corned beef sauerkraut sandwich. Uh, yeah, the, it, the, it's just, it's just, uh, to die for is the way I look at it. I, the first thing I did when I saw this stuff, I said, where is the closest minor league ballpark? Of course, of course, of course. Cedar Rapids, Cedar, yeah, is it Cedar Rapids? No, it's Cedar Rapids, Cedar Rapids. Yeah, Cedar Rapids still has a minor league club, so, nice. and they're about, uh, and they're close enough. I could always, you know, just stay on I-80 and go to Des Moines, too, to see some baseball. But I'm glad to see that uh, this is going to be put on my bucket list. This oh, is well wow. worth it. Very, very friendly people, too. I could just tell that, by the way, I hey, was yeah. agreed it on the phone. So that's my read oh, on it. Maybe you could oh, kind of give your man. That menu, when you hit this website, John, it is overwhelming. They, you know, it, I wouldn't call it food porn, but you know, it is really great shots of great dishes. And it's not like those big chain restaurants that make their food out of plastic and take pictures of it, you know? No. These are, this is actual pictures of actual food. And that website is packed. Whether you're looking at it on your phone, your tablet, yeah. or your laptop. That your your screen is going to be full of food, so don't look at this if you're hungry, because you might hurt yourself. Because it is so much 
beautiful, delicious looking food. And oh man, you know, we have German restaurants nearby. We have a place called Fredericksburg that was settled by Germans. Yeah. And similar, similar kind of thing, you know. And, uh, so when you go to Fredericksburg, you see this kind of food, but not in these amounts. You know, it right. takes cold weather and hard work to be able to eat this much. Mention one other thing is that, you know, you probably when you eat, you want to have some beverages. Uh, yeah. as good Germans are, they have a, they have a, uh, a bar, a lounge, uh, located that specializes in German beers in containers that I can't even imagine being able to lift up. They're really? so big. I mean, we're not these talking steer- 30 are these steins? Beers. Are these beer these steins? Are beer steins that are definitely two fisted all the way. Whoa, uh, two handles? Yeah. Gigantic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so if you're interested in, they come in uh, one liter or two liter sizes. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah, be ready to sit down. Two and liters? Wait a minute. <laughs> two liters? Uh, well, yeah, I, I guess perhaps if you're, uh, if you're really smart and are reasonably, you want to drink sensibly, you probably ought to come with a group. In order to <laughs> oh, that sign. Oh, that is crazy. That's it. The, the other thing is there's one little quick uh, kind of connection that we can bring forth in this, and that the, the largest uh, company that's come out of Amana, Iowa, is the Amana Refrigeration Company, which as kids we used to supply the parts for that refrigerator. Uh, that's right. And it's, it's still been, it, the, I think maybe the refrigerator exists even though a company has been purchased. You know how these things go. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I was just amazed that I think, oh, gosh, there's a thing there. Of course, we're we don't have to worry about roots when it comes to German. No, uh, that's where that's where we hang. So, yeah, that's all right. Good. That's all I got to say. All good. Yeah. Well, let me they weren't they the guys who really put the microwave on the market. Yeah, they were. They had the might even remember radar, radar range. range. Yeah, the radar range. So. <laughs> You got you got a word, don't you? You're, you're a word. This yeah, I'm, I'm reading a book about um, called "From the Dugouts to the Trenches: Baseball During the Great the Great War, the WW1." And early in the book, it uses the word "unalloyed," uh, mm. "unalloyed," u n a l l o y e d, uh, means pure, total, uh, utter. Like so, the re. In the background, these are one of these words that you say, well, I kind of know what that means already. And you probably do, particularly if you remember a little bit about your metals. And the fact is that when we think of um, an, an, an alloy, we are thinking of something like steel. Yeah. That's a metal alloy because uh, iron in its pure state, which would be unalloyed, is too soft and doesn't have the strength we need in order to use it for practical purposes such as construction. So yeah. what we do is we add other elements to it, and that makes what we call steel, and that's a steel is a is an alloy. It's a metal alloy. Right, right. So uh, I this the the the, uh, the de- definition. I'll give you the example. It's in the book. When the players drill, they must display unalloyed patriotism. And I can speak from personal experience, having to drill a bit myself in the good old days when I was in the army. And it's important to have that, uh, what I call, uh, a spirit, uh, spirit decor, uh, be able to show you have to have the enthusiasm. And if you don't, it comes out readily. And mm. I think we can point out to a movie called Stripes. Oh, yes. 
where what we see is we see the unalloyed uh, enthusiasm that the the soldiers, you know, led by uh, Bill Murray, are able to display, and it far outcomes the, the the finesse that we often think in the orderliness, the spirit they show more than overcomes their uh, inability to really know the specific moves. And so that was an unalloyed uh, display, as far as I'm concerned, of uh, uh, of spirit when it comes to drilling. So that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was good. And then they sing "Do I Diddy Diddy Dum Diddy Do" going off the field. That was hey, good. as they march. Take some right? good vibes. You got to have the tunes to march. No you doubt, I have the tunes. Got Souza. He's good. John Philip Souza, excellent. But Hey, Manfred Mann, they work too. You know, do I did he did he dumb did he did he, yeah. Are you ready for the two takes? I'm ready. I am ready. Um, you know, what we have here is we've got a movie that... Uh, in a, how how we, do we choose this movie, John? Well, last week we we did a movie, and you know what? It That's last week I've uh, kind of lost track. Which one movie yeah. did we do? Well, uh, that's not important. What, what's important is that we talked about putting a Band-Aid on your sanity. And what about Bob was our, our target? Oh, yeah, And that yeah, was the yeah. film. Yeah, okay. that was our model, baby-stepping, you know, how to get through the tedium of, of uh, COVID pandemic. But we thought, wow, you know, that was – it sounded a little desperate at times, you know. We thought, we got to do something this week that kind of uh, rips the Band-Aid off and, and takes the offense, you know, take the right. offensive – Inspiration. So that's how we ended up with this two takes. And the movie is yes. the movie. This is the movie. Now, this is a movie that actually came out in 2011. It was directed by Clint Eastwood. It starred uh, Morgan Freeman as Mandela, Nelson Mandela, and also Mark Damon as the uh, the number one, the captain of the South African rugby team. Matt Damon, uh, Spring- yeah. Matt Damon, and it was uh, Spring... What was Spring Box. Springbox Spring is the name of the team. Uh, yeah. And uh, this, you know, I, I'm, I'm like a lot of guys, I have to be truthful. You know, you, you kind of know that story in the background about Nelson Mandela, but you know he was in prison for a long period of time. But quite often the details kind of pass you by, and this is an important detail. Uh, the fact is it's using sports, the sport of rugby, to bring together a nation that has been divided in the past and now has had a changeover with respect to allowing the blacks there to vote and right. still has uh, this this schism which needs to be which needs to be healed and Nelson Mandela is doing it in his own way by using sport uh, in order to do this because the soccer team itself consists of practically all white players in addition to the fact they're not doing very well. No, well, they've been so, out of world competition since they've yeah. all been, you know, the whole country got gridlocked by, you know, various bands and, and what have you. In fact, when I went to South Africa, there was only one way to get in, and that was through England. England was the only one who had a flight to South Africa. So they, 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 there's an opportunity here that Nelson Mandela sees. He notices that the World Cup rugby competition in, in 1995 is going to be taking place in South Africa. So he looks at this upon an opportunity to use the sport to try to bring together the, 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 the uh, country. You know, the, the transition is difficult. And even though 
although justice is going the right direction, it doesn't mean it's going to be a smooth road. And that's what Nelson Mandela, Mandela has been confronted with. And yeah. he really, it, it, it works, he, it works it very well. I'm going to give you just a, a couple of quick uh, details with respect to it. Sure. Clint Eastwood, this is, you know, here we go. This movie's made in 2009, comes out 2010. It's a, an event that takes place in 1995. Mandela actually is released from prison earlier, maybe four years before that. So we got mm. all these events. And we've got a, a we, we know the actor. It's sort of like saying Clark Dable plays Red Butler. We got Morgan Freeman is so yeah. obvious to be Nelson Mandela, but it doesn't really happen. And finally, Clint Eastwood is the one who is able to pull it off. He's able to get the movie, and he has this sort of a little specific theme. It's not all Nelson Mandela. It's it's a combination of that, the country, the history, the sport. All of this stuff wrapped into a nice, tight package. Clint Eastwood has the capability of giving you a very good movie, a very efficient movie. You take a look at it, and you you, you know before you start it, I'm going to get a story that's going to be pretty clear. And and Roger Ebert gave it three and a half stars. I'd have to say the same thing. It gets a little bogged down maybe in the, the, the rugby. It doesn't for me. It might be for others. But there's a lot mm. of emotional moments in this mm. movie. The, it yes. efficiently tells so many different stories on so many fronts. So that that's mm. sort of my, my, my you know overall take on it. And it was a uh, nominated for with respect to reception. Uh, it was nominated for two Academy Awards. Freeman and M- Matt Damon were both one for actor, actor, leading actor, and supporting actor. Well, financially, it made out. A box office wide, very well, sixty million dollar budget, come in with twice as much that, as that in revenue. Yep. So, uh, yeah, great ratings. Based uh, on a book, and it's based on a book. And I, I ran into another little factoid on this one. We did something a long, long time ago called the blacklist. Yeah. The blacklist yeah. is a is a is where you come up with it's a list of of, of screenplays that are just kind of gathering dust. That people just say they ought to be made into movies. Yeah. 2007, this movie screenplay was on the blacklist, which oh. is always a nice. I mean, that's a little. To that's, me, that's interesting. A, it's a good. Re- it's great recognition. It's like saying this is this is meant to be made. Now we just got to find the guy that can do it, and they did. Clint Eastwood. Oh, Clint Eastwood's wow. son is in this movie. Yes, he is. So what you've got is what I think if you take a look at the whole cast, you see a mixture of South Africans. The you see a real soccer player. The one black player on the South African team is is black is is a real soccer player, and he's from South Africa. There are rugby. He's rugby player, right? Rugby, excuse me, yeah, rugby player. Sorry. And then, uh, but you've got a mix of Americans, English, Welsh. South African, so it's got a kind of an international flavor with respect to the cast, which I think is real good. Yeah, that now, is good. The fact is that you've got to have uh, you've got to have the enemy, the foe, the opponent, and what we have here is a rugby team call from New Zealand called the All Blacks, which was it was considered invincible, invictus. Yes, I mean this was In, the team yeah. that was it was not it was not defeating opponents; it was destroying their opponents. And we're talking scores that were just demoralizing at the very least. Yeah. So, and um, another thing to, to 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 think about here is, believe it or not, 
South Africa traditionally, before all of, of, of this stuff with Nelson Mandela, had a history of a very, very strong rugby team that was just out of sorts at the time. Yeah. So, um, so what we do is we've got this great underdog. The David, it's a David Goliath story. Yeah. And we we end up with, of course, um, the a great ending. Uh, there's a lot of interesting. There's a flyby that I thought was. Incredible. Oh man! Tell the flyby. On this oh, one. this is great. The so, last match. Know, of last course, match. We, it, the All Blacks, uh, the Ellis uh, Stadium, and so what? What as Durban? Were they playing? I think they're playing in Durban. Anyway, uh, so everybody's paranoid. Oh, the security team, you, you get inside the security team, the people are responsible for guarding Mandela. And Mandela insisted that they be black and white, that he not just have a bunch of, of dangerous looking black guys guarding him. Yeah. So, so they integrated with the old, the clerk's old security team. Yeah. And these are, these are Afrikaners. These are, in South Africa, the government is generally Afrikaners, Dutch based people, Boers, and the commerce and the money people are all English. And that's kind of the, another division among the white people. So these are all Afrikaners. They speak Afrikaans, which is a mixture of Dutch and Swahili. And so they are really interesting characters and really hard asses. And they meld with the security team. And by the end, by the time they get to this game, they are like one unit. And yeah, it's really heartening. It's beautiful. And, machine. and they all <laughs> love Nelson, Nelson Mandela. They didn't start out that way. And so they're paranoid. Because this is a huge venue, and they don't feel like they can really keep them safe. Now, given that, now you go to a, a 747, and the pilot says, "I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking control of the airplane. It is total, my total responsibility." And then we're thinking, "Oh God, they're gonna, they're gonna like do a 911 into the stadium or something, right?" And, yeah. And, and they do. They fly almost into the stadium. They are so close yeah. to the stands yeah, with their wings. Is, I'm sure and the seats are, rumble, are rumbling and the people are shaking. Yeah. Oh, the glasses are rumbling. <laughs> then they look at that camera pans up and it says underneath the plane, good luck box. Yeah. Hey, I would venture to say that half of the security team soiled their drawers. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> the other half had heart attacks. It was, it was something oh, else. God. Beautiful movie. Uh, yeah. Clint Eastwood is a genius at taking uh, a story and telling it. He's like a genius at this. And I've been to South Africa right before apartheid ended. So I know how this looks and feels because I've been in the, They had a living room shot where they showed yeah, his family, yeah. Francois Pinar's family. He's the captain of the rugby team. And that was so archetypical. I've been in that living room, you know, I've visited with those people and I had to hear the stuff coming out of their mouths. And they are, they're not like overt racists. They're like snarky racists, you know, yeah. they, hey, they I, use yeah. innuendo oh. and, and hints and, and, you know, and it was hard to listen to. It really was, you know, so, uh, yeah. And I was there with a the UN thing and, and we were supposed to be working with, all factions in, in South Africa. So we spent a lot of time out in the country and, and with black people and an equal amount of time with the, the white people. And I'm going to say so, one quick that the whole thing about him going, you know, their, the household and the, the, the family yeah. atmosphere, Matt Damon actually went to the house of the, the, of, of the, the captain of the, of the soccer team. 
wow. that he played the role he plays. And he noticed that the guy kept staring at him. And finally, he Matt Damon looked at him and said, I'm bigger on screen. <laughs> <laughs> and so Damon was a little paranoid about the fact that his size, because this guy was a monster-sized guy. So uh, Matt says, Clint, I'm, I'm really concerned. He says, I, I, I'm, one of the things that's really bothering me is the fact that I'm really so much smaller than these other guys. And Clint said, you worry about the rest of the stuff. I can take care of that. <laughs> sure enough, with <laughs> angles, did. you name it, Matt yeah. looks like he's the same size as the rest of the guys. That's really good. I, I, I think we ought to finish this thing up with just n- never understating the performance of, of uh, Morgan Freeman. So um, it, it's it, it, it's it's almost people who know Nelson Mandela comment that is just eerily. What he does is he does it right. He yeah. he, he he evokes the the spirit of the man as much, if not more, than trying to just completely copy him. Right, uh, and that's what's really what makes for a good good role, a good performance. Yeah, so, I'd say so. I I totally agree. If you want to be inspired. Watch Invictus. It is a wonderful, wonderful movie, and uh, everything about it is beautiful. If we watched it twice this week, Mary Jane and I, wow. so it's great. Yeah, we were, we're in for the in for the count. Give us a couple of groaners, John. Well, well, you know, we've got two groaners as usual. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. Occasionally, we are we fall into uh, a bit of luck and are able to call upon. A second, well, I would hardly call it a secondary source, but another re- very reliable source in order to get our groaners. They come, they, they come from our listening audience or people that just say, hey, look, uh, you ought to tell us something. So I've got one from your wonderful wife, uh, Mary Jane. Uh, yes. She provided us with a groaner. And I can, I'm going to give a little background here because when I heard this groaner, it, I, I just said, oh, it's, it's good. Uh, and then I realized after I keep repeating it, it's like fine wine. It gets better with each telling. So that's the way this one hangs. Uh, I also like to say it. I call it a three-star groaner. But you know what? Four-star groaners are overrated. Don't forget that. No, don't forget okay? that. Yeah, yeah. So here it is. With All right. little intro. What's the difference between a lawyer and a trampoline? What's the difference between a lawyer and a trampoline? You take your shoes off when you jump on a trampoline. <laughs> you okay? That that's it. Hey! It's, it's, it's such a deal. It's the not a given that I would that, know that. You know, it's, it's not a given. It's 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 it's, a, it's it's modestly simple but very effective. Oh, I it's, say. Um, you know, we we can all. It's a lawyer joke, right? It's a lawyer joke. Yeah. So it's very good. Okay, here's my second one. What ailment flared up on the guy who fell asleep reading old magazines? <laughs> I'll repeat what that one ailment? a little yeah. Flared up on the guy who fell asleep reading old magazines. I don't know. So pathetic. He woke up with back issues. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> I would have never gotten that. That's excellent. Oh, it's so bad. It's good. I love it, John. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, mission accomplished, I do believe. Yeah, we remain unconquered. 